Hello there and welcome to the latest episode of the Sith Takers Snapshots podcast. I'm your host for today, it's Rich Polly, and joining me is uh, Ben Hibbert. Hello there. The Hobbit from the Shire, <laughs> and uh, Derby Shire <laughs> to be precise. It's lovely where I live. Is it? Just, I'm not lovely, but the place is. In a hole in the ground, <laughs> lived Hibbert. But where do you live? You what? can't judge me. Bolton. Bolton. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it, it means at least that my kids will have a, a future career as a comic, because that seems to be the, the career of choice for people from this particular town. Well, the dad so, is a joke. What? 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 <laughs> All right. And also joining us today, bringing a bit of class to the occasion, is a friend of the podcast, Chris Burnett from Tin Squadron in Cornwall. Hello there. You all right, mate? Yeah, much better than being in Derbyshire. <laughs> That's because all of your family are there. You're the only people in Cornwall. <laughs> I love how Ben just has the same joke that he just does every time. It, it doesn't matter what anyone else says, I'll just stick with it until they admit it's true. Like, like Ian, it'll eventually how be he funny. just pretends his name's Ian, it's fine. It'll, it'll eventually be funny if you keep on saying it over and over again. That's, <laughs> that's, how, that's how jokes work. That's, that's, a winning, that's a winning way to become a comic right yeah. there. That's what Darrow Brian did. He just stood up in front of a room full of people and told the same joke a million times until everybody started laughing. They was like, but I've made it, it boys. Each time. And no one could understand it. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Um, oh, oh, um, so we're, we're all a bit giggly because <laughs> there was a bit of um, immaturity occurring just before Tim pressed record. So um, the Hobbit. Well, it's fine. And then the Hobbit stuff with Ben living in the Shire um, <laughs> and all that kind of stuff. And he, he is little and has hairy feet. So what do you know? <laughs> all right. Um, we're going to talk about <laughs> something. We're going to talk about something. Talk about your fetishes, Rich. <laughs> You a secret, weren't you? <laughs> and your kink's not my kinks, but that's okay. I'm not going to shame you Look, for it. You keep, you keep paying me for pictures of these feet. You're the one with the problem. <laughs> it's not a problem. This is a give up any time I like. Right, listen. No, we're going to talk about the next thing now because uh, I'm going to win this um, because I've got less boundaries than you. I think. Um, <laughs> not, actually, I'm not sure I want to test that. So let's let's draw a line under it, and, <laughs> and uh, we're going to talk about uh, a few things. We're going to talk about the uh, Gold Squadron had their Ace Gold Squadron Flight Club Championship. Um, we can touch briefly, maybe, on the veteran one because we didn't talk about it last week. Um, but I'm not sure if we will because it oh, was okay. a long time ago now. Um, don't need to talk about how I did. I think do we not? We okay. <laughs> yeah. Um, and then uh, and then just. Uh, a few other bits and bobs about points and lists and uh, maybe it's about the Tin Squadron, Balance of the Force event, all that kind of stuff. So um, I'm going to start off uh, with the Gold Squadron event that um, was the culmination of their Flight Club series. Um, It finished uh, last weekend and uh, it was, uh, so this was the ace one. So this was, was this people who made top 16 in any of the previous tournaments? No, it was people who'd made uh, five and one or better. In any right. or okay. sometimes, and then occasional special dispensation for people who had made either the final or won a final. Okay, so if you hadn't gone five and one, you'd gone four and two, and then won the event, you got into the East Championship. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Okay. Cool. Um, so there were sixty-two players, so it was quite small. Um, I thought it would have been bigger than that with the um, 
the entry criteria, but I guess no. That's a lot of the same people um, were had similar results in quite a few events, and right. then obviously the biggest pool was the veteran for between three and four wins. Yeah, so that was like 160 right. people. It yeah. was a bit funny, like the um, the novices one. I know you talked about it the other week when um, Pavel was on. Um, it was the um, like people like Brendan Osmond Damon was was in it, and like Nicholas God was in the veterans one, where you'd have expected him to be in the ace one because of his um, his, his success over um, well X Wing in general, um, particularly <laughs> in, in different online events. But I guess if he only plays in one and he has a bad day, then you know that means he's in the veterans one. Um, so anyway, um, yeah. it was in with new points, um, so there was. Um, quite a few um things came out that were using new content um and the event itself was won by a guy called steve cotillo who i think is uh, from the states somewhere um is, yeah yeah uh so he won with galactic empire list which is a, a very interesting thing to look at um it's really clever this isn't it yeah it Throw takes it on, a little bit of time to, yeah man it takes a bit of time to figure it out um like just how he's making it work but so the the list in in short is commander goran who's the new tie interceptor pilot he's got predator on him um his ability is that when a, a when a ship that is lower initiative than he is um partially executes a maneuver it can take a red focus action okay so it's like oh no i've bumped and so i get a focus except for when you pair it with four strikers with disciplined and thermal detonators who can partially execute their Erlerons maneuver and then clear the stress from the red focus with a blue and then take an evade. So they truck into combat with focus evade. And they've all got disciplined, which means that the first thing to die, they all get a target lock on whatever it was that killed it. Um, so they've now got focus evade target lock, unless they've killed Goran first, in which case they're just rolling around being tie strikers with you know target locks. Um, so I think he's um, he's only done well with this list just to prove me wrong because I said Goran was trash. <laughs> I mean, it's a bit of a, a, bit of, a of a case where if you're a fan of strikers, I think you'd spot it and go right. That's a maneuver, so I can make that work. Um, but yeah, I mean, it's um, it's a super solid because if you think about it, he can basically stop his entire um, firing line if he wants to by just bumping and taking a focus and then bumping again and clearing the stress and being ready to go again next turn um, into the back rank. And he can do that with three of them and have Goran and one that zooms out in front and plays for the block. Um, Does so, Goran work on himself? Uh, no, no, he doesn't. So you can have him in the front rank, basically, um, and then have two, like, two in the front, three in the back, and have the three in the back bumping into the two in the front. And then only two of them are moving forward. So you can basically pause your entire battle line if you want to. Like your firing line can just stop where it is um, and still have a focus, which is pretty dirty and not be stressed. So, um, yeah, there's a whole load of janky stuff that you can do with it, you know, up to and including bumping into your enemy ships and then taking a red focus token so that the sloop that you've dialed in means that you do a white two straight and all sorts of things like that. So it's all that being able to mess about with um mess about with your maneuvers um changing them um to get better options for next turn or whatever um and he went 10 and 0 over the course of the day um so um some people might say that he won the final because 
Matt Carey, who came second, forgot to open slash close his S-folds a couple of times, um, which meant that uh, a ship stayed on the board when it should have been off the board, and then it killed something. Uh, but you never know how a game's going to turn out, um, and he forgot to open his S-folds on Luke, so he rolled too many dice, and then they rolled it back. So uh, so anyway, well done to Steve um, Cotillo. Well done to Matt Carey for coming second. Um, Matt's list was an interesting one. He's gone into the new stuff as well. Um, so he's gone into the Rebels. He's gone into the A-Wings. Heavy. Um, Hera in an A-Wing with Prockets. Ahsoka in an A-Wing with Prockets. Luke Skywalker in a T-65 and a Blue Squadron Escort T-65 X-Wing. And it's 200 points on the nose. So, so very you, you think of that, that one? That, I could not fly that. That relies No, but I reckon you'd put it on the table. Um. It doesn't speak to me, but only because I don't like the... Like, I might do something else with it. I don't know. Um, <laughs> but, I, I mean, I, I get why it's good. But I am also a little bit... I'd be a bit worried about trying to pull off the proton rockets and then them not going off. Chris, <laughs> you're, a, you're, a, you're a big old Rebel fanboy. Or you have I been am a little bit, a, yeah. A, a bit. What do you think of this? I actually quite like the list. Uh, I saw it uh, in a couple of games, and uh, his his move in the final um, with Ahsoka was was amazing. Uh, I don't know if you saw it at all. Um, I didn't. He... Can you can you do it like um, do it like John Watson describing the World Cup final? Yeah. Well, no, I can't. Quite, I don't know who he is. Um, <laughs> I'm not old enough for that. <laughs> it's, it's been a long time since it's been a World Cup final. It's been. Almost five years now. We missed one in 2020. Anyway, go on. T- tell us. Tell us what he did. Like, because uh, I've heard so, a few people saying it was amazing, but I don't know yeah. why. Yeah. He um. So Steve was uh, flying his block of strikers, where basically the back row. Um. So he had it in rows of two, and then you had Goran behind them. So the two rows would basically bump into each other and then fly over the top and basically play leapfrog all the time to get their tokens. Yep. So they were rolling up, they all banked in, and they still didn't block their own moves by banking because of the way it was working. And so they all had all their tokens. And then Goran kind of kind of rolled in behind them, thought he was safe behind the whole pack. Uh, Ahsoka, five straighted, um, rammed into one of them, which got out of got out of arc of two, and obviously you're not getting shot from the one you just rammed into. Everyone's like, What's he doing? Why why is he blocked? Um and then Hera comes in. And goes, here you go, have a focus. Or <laughs> have a oh, have a target lock, I think it was. Um and then he instinctive aimed uh instinctive aimed on Goran and uh then yeah, uh shot off the procket and then that was five hits and then that was the end of Goran. And one shot straight off the board. First first round of engagement really essentially. Nice. It, was, it was quite impressive, and everyone was like, "Oh, this is amazing!" That, that's that's, the, and it was um, apparently the first game at the end of it that Steve had said that Goran had been the first ship to die. Mm-hmm. Um, but then, yeah, like you said, like you alluded to earlier, there was a couple of times where Matt Carrier had forgot his S foils on either running away moves where he had closed to boost, but then didn't boost, or um, there was a couple of times where he was shooting. I think one with the Blue Squadron, and then another one with Luke. Where he had them closed, where you um should have been open, and then should have been then going max the pack. Yeah, he did. Yeah, he did a K turn where he forgot to open, and then the blue squadron had been boosting the turn before, and then turned in was at range one or someone, and he hadn't opened it, and he just focused. 
Oh. And then that shot there killed the blue one of the um killed the blue striker. And then it actually then the blue striker was then able to drop two bombs. It was then able to kind of turn around. It was then able to come in and start them. Um, that one actually ended up killing two ships after that, I think. Once that got wow. rolled back and changed. So it was it was a massive moment. Don't forget your S foils. Like um I know he's probably knackered after a long uh long day and uh long two days really. No, of course. Um and I mean he the 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 list that Matt was using, it's not like some kind of un invincible thing. I think he went um it's not, no. I think he went seven and three over the course of the day, so he's lost the final, so he's been a, a four two into cut. Um so but I mean he's he's done he's done very well, um anyway. Um, so yeah, I I love both of those lists, and I love the fact that they both use um, new stuff. I think we'll talk about Ahsoka and particularly Hera later on because I've <laughs> got a little um, a little happy thought going on with um, Hera at the minute. Um, we'll touch on it when we when we're talking about some Tin Squadron stuff. Um, it was interesting <laughs> to see um, that an old fashioned Rebel Beef um, made it into top four as well. Um, Dutch yeah. Vander, Garvin, Drace. Um, ten num and Braylon, two Bs and X and a Y. I guess it never stopped being good, did it? We just got bored of it. I think, yeah. I think it's 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 a solid list. It just depends on the matchups and what you hit. Yeah. Um, and then he ran into the. I saw the semi final actually where he was against the strikers list. And once the strikers had their targets set on the B wings, there was nothing the B wings could do about stopping the shots coming in. Yeah, and they were just ripped up like chunks and were flying off in all sorts of places, and it didn't take long to melt the B wings down. And I think it's just very dependent on matchups, on not knowing what the rest of it that he faced. I'm not saying he can't fly it well because obviously he has to make the semi final in the veteran in the ace event. But um, I do believe B wings do definitely benefit from favourable matchups. Yeah. Did you um having a, a quick squeeze down the list? Has anything else jumped out at you guys? And while you're doing that, I'll just shout out um, Dan Zureb, who's a UK-based player, who came fourth. Um, so he went out to, um, I think it was Matt Carey in the in the semi-finals, um, flying separatists. So I've just clicked to look at his list. I was going to say, oh, it's probably Django Zan, but it's not. It's it's Roombas. It's four HMP droid gunships. <laughs> Um, Rumbus. <laughs> have you not heard them called that before? No. <laughs> yeah, they just drift about this place, hoovering up ships. That's uh, oh. that's what they do. Um, so yeah, I mean, I've lied and told me you made that up. Nah, <laughs> I've not got I've not got an original bone in my body, mate. Uh, so he um. He, he's I've played against this list before. So um, Don Williams, who's uh, another. Uh, kind of friend of the show um who we've kind of got to know through um a few of the tonton events and stuff like that um has been flying this for a while and it's it's pretty it's a pretty neat little list um four hmp droid gunships um two genosian prototypes two under on oppressors a mixture of um munitions um all got the repulsor lift stabilizers cannons kraken so he's keeping things probe droids so they get locks and it's it's really straightforward simple list um, it's just super effective because you've got four hundred and eighty degree arc, really accurate guns, um, and then you've also got a couple of big punches in there as well. So you've got a magpulse warhead, a diamond boron missile, and two Saint Laser cannons. So it's like, yeah, 
you know it's a it's one of those puzzle lists that you have to figure out how you're going to play against it and then they move to super weird as well don't they oh, exactly like there's no good second engage against them you might get the <laughs> perfect first engage but whatever you do will be wrong for the second engagement because they'll just be in a weird spot that you can't do anything about um and then you need to completely disengage while they're getting free shots at you to come back around to try and engage them again it's just if you try and stay engaged in knife fight with them you lose it's just nothing you can do it's um it's very good very strong so well done dan for coming forth in that um top so now you've had time pick, uh, to i was gonna say skip. top versus roombas is uh ion cannons or just ion in general they really yeah. don't like ion yeah droids yeah. they roger their last roger once you get an eye on on them <laughs> oh you reminded me that bob's looking at coming back now with your rogers yeah he's um oh is he not looking at the six swarm or is he looking <laughs> at something else i don't I can't know. see bob looking at that no it's got too many ships in it um but yeah bob um, bob bob has reappeared on the uh, on the sith takers chat groups over the last couple of days and uh he said he's uh, he's getting ready to get back into in-person gaming once lockdowns lift and everything like that. So it'll be. I'm very back. happy he's back. Yeah, we'll get him back on the podcast again once he gets back into it. Um, we threatened to get him on this week so that we could laugh at how little he knows about the game at the minute for a bit. But, um, <laughs> he, he declined. He declined. <laughs> Probably doesn't even know what HMP is. <laughs> I think they were out before he quit. I don't I think they were. Had any. I don't know. So, I mean, just That's looking it. down, this, like top eight, top 16, there's a whole bunch of rebel lists. They've all got new A-wings in them. Nobody I was going to say, interesting uh, thing on it was uh, James Ritter has actually got A-wings with the vectored, vector thrusters. Ooh. <coughs> oh, yeah. Does he? He does. does. Strangely, though, yeah. Yasby, um, not Yasby, uh, Tabletop Tier says his list isn't hyperspace valued. Hmm. Interesting. Not sure why. Ban him. Did no, I don't. I can't be bothered looking. Probably because it doesn't understand vectored cannons. Could be. Because it's a new upgrade, possibly. But yeah, I mean, so like Nobby, um, who's one of the guys from, um, I think he's the Fearless Gun Darks out in Australia. Um, yeah. He's top eighted with the A-Wings. I think it's interesting, and we talked about it, the A-Wings have um, driven change into the Rebels. They've made people excited to list, build, and play with, and use the Rebels. And um, I watched a game of that of Nobby's list being flown by somebody else um, last night uh, into a Bosk, Kanan, Venrau list. I was yeah. just about to mention that list next. I'm looking at it right now. <laughs> um, yeah, and, and people were like, oh, the A-Wings are going to get eaten by Bosk here. And it was like, nope, <laughs> nope. No, they don't. They just, like Hera slinging the free, of, uh, free token around. Um, the A-Wings, she just takes an evade. The A-Wings all have uh, focus. Um, and then basically whoever Bosk shoots at has focus evade if they need it. Um, so he's not able to kill them unless he gets really, really lucky with dice. Um, yeah, it was... Um... Do you want to talk through that um, that Bosk list, Ben? I've oh, I've just uh, looked interesting because um, I've been trying something similar, actually. Yeah. Because um, you've got... Uh, what's it? Gamut, Gamut Key. He's the. You can't remove tokens, isn't he? Yeah, that's right. Yeah. So Bosk rolls in, does Bosk things at range one until he passes out. Kanan stops you rolling dice. <laughs> yeah. And uh, you've got that protector at Gleb, so he can he can still 
he can coordinate, pass off the stress. So he yeah. can do it all. Uh, he doesn't have to worry. Keep his dialogue. But it's it's a fun list. Uh, I've been trying it with um, uh, Advanced Sensors Guru. Yeah, Ooh, that'd be good. Because an Ian list, I'll give him credit for that. It's really fun to fly. Mm-hmm. Can't fit Moldy Crow though. So sad times. Oh, Chris fell off his chair. No, that's uh, that's my son has got out of bed for the first time in several years. Do you want to say hello? Oh, are you going to go back? Hello. To oh, I thought you were talking to me. <laughs> hey, it's my thing with the child coming in. <laughs> I've stolen your stick. Told you, not an original bone in my body. <laughs> planned. No, um, planned. The Kane and Jerris. I, I didn't think it was going to be as good as it turned out to be. Really good. Yeah, it's yeah, ridiculous. It's really good, and it'll be even better the lower number of ships. So, like, the A-Wings are flying in with five ships, so he can reduce one of their attacks to one dice. So it's not a massive effect. But if you've got two, three dice attacks, like a Janko Zamblist or something like that, it's a huge difference. Um, I was flying against something with a two-dice gun, yeah. and it got weapons failure. Oh, and, nice. then I, and then I caned him, so he just didn't get to throw any dice. Nice. <laughs> it's just then... nonsense. You're like, D- do you declare an attack? Why? Because I'll Sam Wessel you anyway, if you do. It's <laughs> <laughs> your zero dice attack. Yeah, technically. Um, no, scum with all the fun as usual. <laughs> yeah, it's, inter- it, it's, it's an interesting list. And yeah, I was um, not expecting the A-Wings to be able to um, put a hole in it, to be honest. And I was, yeah, I mean, the, the guy um, just jousted that Bosk, Bosk and Fenrau and uh, a Moldy Crow Hawk and just took it off the board. Like, Kevin wow. died in a couple of turns, Bosk died a few turns after that, and he had three left to deal with Fenrau. And he was always able to block if he needed to. A couple of um, Fenrau five-dice shots didn't quite pop where he got, like, or like he was rolling three off K turns and he was like blanking out and stuff instead yeah. of even threatening. But again, it was back to the uh, the A-Wing Hera sitting holding an evade and all of the A-Wings have got a focus, so she just slings <laughs> it wherever she needs to. And You know, Fen's not going to kill an A-Wing unless he gets them at range one with her pants down, um, which is difficult because um, they're so fast. So, yeah. Um, so, anyway, um, that's it. enough about the um, the Gold Squadron lists, I think, unless anybody's got another one that they particularly want to talk about. The others seem very... No I was going to say... It was only interesting fact that the highest Django Zam was in the top 16, and that was actually knocked out by Nobby's A-Wings. Yeah, so that's good. That's good news. That's a, That was just an interesting fact. A um, couple of shout-outs, though. Um, Gary Colton, who's one of the Tonton uh, guys um, from Northern Ireland, he got top 16. Uh, as that well was actually his, um, his list. Yeah, with his Django Zam <laughs> that got knocked out. That's what reminded me to, to give him a shout-out. <laughs> Um, and then shout out to Chris Parkinson, Sith Taker, who was in the tournament but didn't do so well. Um, so, uh, but well done to him for actually getting there because he got a uh, he got a five and one. Yeah, Chris went one two and dropped and did something better with his Saturday. I think it's <laughs> like nope, not enjoying this. Off I go. Um, so yeah, but um, so well done everybody that made it, and uh, again well done to Steve uh, for winning and to Matt for top table, and that was pretty good. Um, the other thing, that how did uh, Chris do in the recruit? Chris, <laughs> me, you. How did you do in the recruit? In veterans, I didn't, I didn't take part in the recruit. I was in the veterans. Oh, you're in the recruit oh, for veterans, was it? 
How did you get on in veterans, Chris? I went one and three. Oh, uh, and then and dropped. And then dropped. I don't agree Saved with Hyperspace. Saved a bit of face. Yeah. Or oh, Hyperspace doesn't agree with me. One of the two. Yeah, it's a, it's a funny old format, isn't it? It is, yeah. Standard. And obviously that was... Obviously, if I'd done it this weekend, I'd have found something Rebel and then had a go at that. Yeah. But the weekend before, I just wasn't in the mood for flying B-Wings against yeah. Tie Inquisitors. Yeah, it's a bit of a... Yeah. It's a bit of... I mean, hyperspace is still a weird thing. Yeah. I think Rebels have got a little bit more to them now than they did before, but it's still a, yeah, definitely. an odd format at the minute. It's do you think pretty... the Barons are still the top of the pile? I know they didn't win, but do you think that was more that new toys distracted people? To be honest, I think the Barons and both both them and Django Zam, I don't think they're necessarily they're top of the pile. I think that, well, people can beat them, clearly, but they warp the meta so that you have to be able to deal with them. So it automatically makes some stuff rubbish in comparison. So you can't use some stuff which would normally be competitive if they weren't as, so, as prevalent. Yeah, they're a they're a gatekeeper. So um, a few made cut, and it was the barons with um, with profits. Um, I think made cut. Um, yeah, they did. I think there's two examples of it. Yeah, it wasn't the 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 foresight inquisitors. I think people are starting to figure out how to play around the five foresight inquisitors, um, and also you know yeah, as Chris said, the the meta warps against it. Um, so you know having a way to take mods beforehand. Um, or having reposition abilities that allow you to get out of the um, the bullseyes before they trigger it and all that. Okay. So sorry, we've just um, we've just cut out there. So we're talking a bit about bullseyes. Um, we're talking a bit. Just going to mention Dar McDowell won the Steel City Hyperspace um, tournament that just finished recently, and he was flying the five Foresight Inquisitors. Um, it's still a really strong list. I think it's just one of those ones where when you're playing against kind of um, top level players who are you know, going five, one, or four two in, in tournaments on a regular basis, you're gonna maybe struggle um, because they'll have a, a strategy um, for how they're going to approach your list. Because that's the thing with being a known meta quantity, isn't it? Is that people figure out a strategy to play against you, um, and yeah, it, it doesn't always go so well. Um, so I was just going to mention, um, Dion announced his next series of events. So he's going back to the Galactic Qualifiers, which was the same kind of event that he started running uh, about 10 months ago, something like that. So he's rolling straight off this into that. Um, I think they start up in about a month or so, maybe a couple of months. Um, And then they're going to be running all the way through to kind of August, September time before the final comes through. Um, So they're across multiple time zones um, with a a culmination of uh, probably Chicago time zone event because that's where he lives, um, which will be called Coruscant. So if you want to have a look at that, then go and have a look. Um, I shan't be um, signing up because full day events. Um, I've got one signed up already and that's all my life points gone for the foreseeable (laughs) future. Um, I haven't even signed up yet. I've got to work things out. Yeah, I've, I'm doing the Firestorm one. I'm really looking forward to it. I really want to. Yeah, I, I mean, I've been speaking to a lot. What's what that, Chris? Sorry, I was saying I signed up to the Germany one in October. Um, yeah. I, and I considered the Ireland one in the summer, but then I was like, mm, I'm probably going to be busy at the weekends in the summer yeah. actually doing stuff outside. So. Well, that's the thing, isn't it? It's not for lockdown anymore. You're allowed <clears> to go out. So, like, and we might be allowed in game stores. So, do you want to sacrifice a weekend playing? 
on the computer sitting in your house. I mean, I've I've been chatting to a few people and they're kind of saying, kind of fed up of full day events sitting at home, want to go out and do other things. You know, like it's an imposition on the family. It's an imposition on life because you're just there, but you're not engaged in anything in the house because um, you have to focus on being in that room for that amount of time. And obviously it works for some people, um, but between the, the cost and the time and the thing, I'm just disinterested in it at the minute. So uh, happy for people who like it um, to continue to, to play those events and get what they want out of them. So um, what are you drinking, Ben? Um, it's not even anything. It's North Sea Pure Lemon. It's okay. just lemonade. Sounds like exactly the kind of thing that a hobbit from the Shire would make out of <laughs> from the North Sea. I don't know. <laughs> it just says it on the front. Did the lemon fall off a boat or something? <laughs> I mean, I didn't make it. I just bought it. <laughs> that, that surprises me that you didn't make your own drink. <laughs> <laughs> okay, we're going to... Gonna... It looks like it's German or something. <laughs> Aldi. I don't know. Um, I mean, we <laughs> bought it from the, the shop where everything's out of date. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, <laughs> so, What's um, that? Oh, so you know how to spoil yourself. <laughs> Treat yourself to out-of-date lemonade. <laughs> it's really nice. I'm going to go and get some more. <laughs> it's it's really nice with gin, but I've not got any gin. Oh, sad I mean, I have got some, but I was going to say, what's going on? I've been drinking um, rum instead because my dad gave me a bottle of Puss's rum. It's like 50-odd percent. It's dangerous. Nice. It's nice right, let, let's not talk about your descent into alcoholism. And instead... What descent? I've been there for years. <laughs> <laughs> um, so the another event that's been running recently, it's just come to the end of its second week, is the Tin Squadron. Um, Chris, here you go, uh, Tin Squadron Balance of the Force event, which we've talked about a few times, and I just want to spend a little bit of time talking about the format. So um, the list building rules are yes. that you have to balance your I-5s and 6s with I-1s and 2s in terms of number of pilots in, in uh, I like, so if you've got two I-6 pilots, you have to have two either I-1 or I-2 pilots. And if you've got um, you know, you can't have more than three of any one chassis and you can have as many three and I three and four pilots as you want. So um a really clear explanation of the rules there, Richard. Well done. Um but basically <laughs> it's it's a, it's a mild list restriction, right? That prevents people from spamming the same chassis, prevents people from spamming low initiative, prevents people from spamming high initiative, right? Um I think it's amazing. Like I know Sean who's been running it did a little straw poll on the Discord for the event, which is not an unbiased audience. But I think that what it's done for list building has been really interesting. It's actually generated a bunch of quite interesting stuff. So yeah, lists, lists are open again now. So after two weeks, as is the current fad, um, lists were opened and people could change their lists. So for the first two rounds, I flew Han solo in a Falcon with Luke gunner and uh then i had jake <laughs> oh yeah, yeah yeah and then i had jake farrell and a phoenix squadron a-wing with intimidation so i had like outmaneuver lone wolf on jake i had r2d2 luke trick shot oh, all sorts of stuff on hand engine upgrade loads of points sunk into did, that did you realize that you're not as good as jack 
I did very quickly. <laughs> I knew what was coming. <laughs> yeah, I also didn't have inertial dampeners, which is my my saving grace. But um, I mean, I did all right. I went. Um, I, I lost my first game very close, um, but not as close as I wanted it to be. Um, but I, like Jake, just got bullied, and there was not a lot I could do about it. Um, and then the second game was against Whisper, Echo, and a Reaper with Palp on it. Um, and bless it, just that list can't cope with the Fat Falcon because they <laughs> do whatever they want, and then Han just flies around and rotates his arc, takes loads of actions, boosts out of their arcs, and it was um, it was a bit matchup gapped for him. Uh, the Luke guy Gunner was, is um, absolute nonsense. I can't believe they let it in. <laughs> uh, it's it's twenty three points. Yep, and it's worth every single one of them. <laughs> oh, what's that? Are you going to take a bid on your fat hand? No, I don't need one. Why? I've taken Luke Gunner. It's fine. I'll always get a shot. It's all good. And I get re rolls on my re rolls, so it's fine. Um, yeah, I mean it's nonsense. Uh, <laughs> it it is nonsense. But I've dropped the list and I've decided to change it to something else, which is um, was actually. Um, absolute, <laughs> it's absolute nonsense, and I have to talk about it, right? Is this the rebel one we were talking about earlier? It is, yeah. So um, yeah. I take no credit for this, um, although I will take some credit if I do well with it, right? Yeah, um, I made it up. No, Adam Freeman made it up. <laughs> um, so Adam kind of said, I can't, don't even know if Adam made it up or if, if he posted like one of my mates said that this would be funny and posted it elsewhere. And then I was like, actually, and then I played it a couple of times. So I'll talk about what the list is. It's nonsense at first. You're like, rubbish that. Yeah. Well, I said it looks like nonsense, but it doesn't have an end game piece. And then I looked at it more and I thought, mm, is it though? So what it is, is right, you've got Hera in a B wing. Okay. So bear with, right? So you've got Hera in a B wing. Okay. Mm. Okay. Then you've got Garvin in an arc. So Garvin's the guy who, if he spends a focus, can pass it to somebody. Okay. Then you've got Kyle Katarn in a hawk with Moldy Crow. Okay. And then you've got Ben Thick Two Tubes with Jen Erso. Okay. And that's 199 points. And I was rounding it out to 200 by putting Hopeful on Garvin, right? For whatever. Just um, for a laugh to see it. Um, and basically what you do is you move Benthic, he takes a focus and uses his ability and passes it to Hera. So she's got one focus. Then you move Kyle Katarn and he's got three focuses because he's got two banked up for Moldy Crow. And then at the start of engagement, you sling one of his focuses to Hera. So she's got two focuses. Then you move Garvin and he does whatever action he wants, probably a target lock because he might as well because Hera's got two focuses. And if he needs a focus, he spends it and gives it straight back to her. And then Hera does her move and her action can be a focus or whatever. Then if somebody, if Hera, when she moves at I6, is in danger, she turns the focus she takes into an evade. So she's guaranteed an evade. Um, and she's got two focuses and evade. So she's always going to have something that she can do about it. And then you've got Hera basically sitting on a token stack. <laughs> Kyle sitting on a token stack. And Garvin basically with access to a free focus at I4. Um, because, you know, if he needs one, he just spends one and gives it back. And you've got this pile of tokens that you just use when you need them. And with Jin Erso in the list, <laughs> it can be an evade. So Hera just says, oh, you are defending and you need a 
oh, you're going to take a hit. No, here, have a focus token. Oh, it's all right. Jin can turn it into an evade and you, and you dodge the hit. And it's like scratching my head. And the closest analogy I can think of is a tiny mind link. <laughs> it's, it, it all hinges, or a Manaru Dengar, like it all hinges on Hera sitting with this massive stack of tokens. And as long as you keep her safe, but within range two of the rest of your lists, they can stop, they can do whatever you want. Because, you know, best case scenario, you've got four focuses or five focuses rattling about that you can use. Um, so that's really good in and of itself. I think it's four. Um, plus, you know, random ones elsewhere, like on Kyle Katarn, because he can have more. Um, so you've got all these focuses that anybody can use for anything. You can trade some of them for target locks. Hera can take a target lock if, you know, she she doesn't need focuses because she's got so many and she's not in danger. Um, all of this stuff. And it's just like, but then I thought about that list and I was like, that sounds good. So I'm going to put that in, that version in, because it's legal for balance of the force. And then I thought to myself, well, Hera in a B-wing, when she gets caught, will just die, right? Like she's eight health, but she's one green. So as Chris, as you mentioned earlier, she'll just die. So what if you put Hera in an A-wing in instead? And she's <laughs> 13 points cheaper, which means that you don't have to take Garvin. You can take Wedge in an X-wing. Or you can take an E-wing with, you know, why not just take two target locks at, with an R3 um, and fire control system? So you've got those as well as a constant supply of focuses and evades from Hera. Oh, man, it's just... Like, the list building possibilities are open, aren't they? Yeah. Like, yeah. It's wild now. It's definitely yeah, wild like, what, So, like, in that list, what do you put in that fourth spot? You want a hammer. You want it to maybe have two green dice so that it can get best advantage out of the multiple tokens coming from Hera. Um, oh, man, imagine Nora. <laughs> range one. Yeah, she fits. Nora in an arc, range one. Boom, yeah. there you go. All right, I'll have an evade. And I'll also go evade. You're getting two evades every turn. Yeah, you can. I mean, you can fit so many different things in, and the amount of synergy. So, like, a lot of people are looking at her and going, "It's brilliant. She's got an evade that she can sling anywhere," or "It's brilliant. She's got a focus that she can sling anywhere," and that's brilliant. But what if you put four tokens on her that she can sling anywhere, and like the U-wing can still stop and spin and do all its nonsense. Here's the best part: you can spend huh. some of the points you buy back. <laughs> this is crazy. You and can buy it. some of you can yeah, Leia. You can spend <laughs> some of the points you buy back from getting rid of the B-wing to an A-wing to put Leia on. So not only have you got all those tokens, you can also do them on the turn that Benthic and the Hawk both stop and Wedge does a K uh, a K turn. It's just like how <laughs> this is bonkers. So anyway. I've locked in the the the, the B wing version um, because I can't bring myself not to put wedge in if I if I drop down to the A wing um, Hera and um, putting Hera B wing on the table is always fun. Um, so <laughs> I'm going to see how it goes um, for the the last four rounds of Balance of the Force. But like genuinely, it's the first time in a long time that I've been truly excited by a list. Like rather than just thinking this is good, I'm enjoying this. It's better than I think than you think it is, kind of thing. I think this is one of those ones where I don't think this is final form. I think it'll evolve. I think other people will start picking up on stuff that empowers Hera, even if it's Kyle Katarn with Jin on, so that she's always got a focus and an evade that she can like two, and not lean right into it with Ben Thick and other stuff as well. Um, but just like finding ways to stack more tokens onto Hera because she is like palp on like she's like palp on acid. She's ridiculous. <laughs> 
Like, I mean, seriously. Like, I think Jake, the Aaron I get it. Garvin thing is just brilliant. Like, oh, that's it's funny. I don't know it's why you get Jay Nurse in there as well. That's just insane. Yeah. 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 Hera, Hera Garvin's kind of okay. It's better when she's got more than one token because she needs to shoot before he can shoot. So she might spend her token and then, but yeah, it's, um, but then, like, if he gets shot and he rolls a focus, he just spends it and gives it back to her. It's grand. It's all good. <laughs> See, that there is exactly why the experience I've had with my hero, because I've tried to hear her in a B-wing out over the weekend, and mm-hmm. I've tried to hear her in an A-wing out afterwards. And hearing an A-wing, you you know your role. You're dedicated. You're there for the tokens for everyone else. Yeah. And sometimes, like in the list we saw earlier, where you have a procket to get your procket off to help out in the fight. But as a B-Wing, you're there as a damage dealer. You need the tokens for yourself. And the experience I had was that Hera needed the tokens for herself and was spending them, so no one else was then able to benefit from it. Mm-hmm. But then at least in your list, you got Benfic and Kyle giving out extra ones. But as a B-Wing, you're more likely to spend them for yourself rather than share them around. So it's it's finding that balance. I think that's that's where it's going to fall down. Because you're going to be yeah. like, oh, but they could really do with it, so I'm not going to spend it. And then actually then they don't need it. Yeah, I mean, um, I, I genuinely think that will come up. I think the A wing is the better version because you like it's like the the one I'm talking about has got twelve red dice, right? And a couple of them are double modded, and a couple of the three dice guns are double modded, and the ones that aren't are you know single modded probably. Um, I think dropping it down to eleven red dice, oh no, um, by putting. Yeah, but in an A wing, but then you can trade up Garvin to Wedge, which counts as an extra red dice. Because if you um, green. also if you trade down from Hera B wing to A wing, you could put brackets on the A wing. Oh yeah, I mean there's there's a bunch of points that you can spend on whatever. <laughs> like you can put layer on, you can put engine upgrade on the Hawk, you can put bombs on the Hawk if you want to. Um, I think it's a more balanced list. Yeah, I think it is. Um, and it, it reminds me, as I said before, of kind of like Paratani, Dengaru, um, Atani, Mindlink kind of lists from version one. Um, it also reminds me of the early version two scum four horsemen style lists. Yeah. Where you've just got four really solid pieces that can all do damage, can all take a punch. Um, if you fly into joust it, yeah, you might pop one of them off if your dice go well. Um Actually, I played a game against um, Tom Fieldson from um, Steel City, and he was flying Ray Poe, and he pincered Garvin between an advanced proton torpedo, double modded from Poe, and a range one from Ray, and he just didn't roll anywhere near maximum, like he rolled under average, and Garvin lived and took Ray off the board, and then it was like, any other shot, watch, and he rolled the dice again, 10 hits, and he rolled the dice again, 10 hits, and it was like, yep. Any other shot takes that arc off the board. And, and, you know, he was down one shield, so he needed to do eight. And I couldn't negate two using Hera's stuff. So it was like anything less than maximum and the arc doesn't die. And he was like, yeah, the chances of them both rolling maximum there is really high. And I was like, yeah. But they didn't know. Yeah. That's the thing, because <laughs> even, even if he'd gone off, there's still, you know, three, three dice guns. One of which is moving at I6, you know, so... Yeah, I mean, yeah. I, uh, like it, I, I genuinely think it's good, and I think somebody will iterate it out and make it better. And there's a balance to be struck between, you know, leaning fully into the focus passing jank and actually empowering up and choosing better options. But yeah, yeah. I'm I'm quite excited by the, the opportunity to play it. 
like a genuine genuinely thought oh, i could phone into work sick and get like four games in before the kids come out from school. <laughs> and then i was like looked at the stack of work that i have to do this week i was like no 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 you're not 20 anymore this is this isn't how a man in his in his 40s behaves when he's got a mortgage <laughs> and two kids don't, don't phone in sick to play computer games you idiot <laughs> so, so you found yeah. it sick, didn't you <laughs> yeah. and, and also also i can't i can't do that kind of stuff anymore because uh, darren granger friend of the show now works at the same company as me a <laughs> former podcaster so yeah and, and not just that on the same team former podcaster there you go <laughs> dropped <laughs> ah, he's still around he just doesn't play x-wing at the moment he was oh, um, he was commentating darren didn't know that he'd just been kicked off <laughs> he was commentating all weekend though yeah he, yeah. Had, he was he was commentating on gold squad and doing a great job of it as well so um I'm not sure how many times he managed to offend the whole of America, but oh, um, I'm sure true. it was more than once. <laughs> yeah. Did he manage um, to draw a penis again? I almost I certainly think, did. I that. <laughs> or maybe uh, maybe they, maybe they took pen rights away from him. He did it at Worlds. <laughs> oh yeah. No. Well, he had one of those um, touch screens with a like a stylus where they could draw like um, proper Sky Sports kind of people do. Yeah. Um, at Worlds, didn't they? But um, yeah. yeah. And he's a naughty little boy. <laughs> he just can't help himself. <laughs> um, right? Have you? Um, are you changing? Are, are you in balance of the force, Ben? You're not. Are you? No, no, I'm not, mate. Are you? Are you changing your list, Chris? Uh, I just amended it slightly. Uh, I put so, jamming beam on two TPs. Wow! Wow! Big changes. Big changes, and I've changed my uh, obstacles. Uh, oh. I did have, did have debris clouds, but I've gone for rocks. Oh, serious business, man. That's it. What is it? Uh, you're what, flying, Chris. What are you using? I'm using a Poe Dameron with Heroic, R4, and Overdrive. Obviously. Um, and then Chewbacca uh, as my initiative four. Yeah. Uh, with Ray Gunner and the Falcon title. Awesome. Nice. And then the Blue Squadron rookie to offset Poe at initiative one with M9G8 and now a Jamming Beam. Oh, this is the, this is the, we've got Poe version of the three wheel rookie. Yeah, but which is better. Um, yeah. <laughs> I think it's preference. To be fair, there's both iterations in the uh, at the top still at the moment. Um, yeah. John Vickery's above me. Uh, he's using the third wheel rookie. Yeah. Um, he's had a good couple of games. Um, yeah. Yeah. No, I'm I mean, enjoying it. it. I I, I waxed lyrical about it a few weeks ago. It's a solid list. Uh, if I could actually fly Poe, relatively <laughs> any good, um, without trying to kill him at every opportunity and. Uh, then Isn't that I don't know. I think it's how I'm doing at the moment. I flew him off the table um, <laughs> the other week. Yeah, but you still won. I did still win somehow. Um, <laughs> but yeah, it was I mean, a full you'd, health you'd killed, I flew off the table. You'd killed Dan's Poe. It was against Dan Athy, and you'd killed his Poe. And then you flew your Poe away just to like fly out and come back into the fight. And you dialed in a right instead of a left. Yeah. And everyone was a bit confused as to what was going on, and it was like, "Oh no, he's he's just flown a ship off the board." Not in a yeah. "Oh, I've done a talent roll and it's just missed, and it was really tight" kind of way, but in a no, I, "I'll just I too hard on myself to the board edge, and oh, oh well, I can't get back on." <laughs> yeah, no, that went really wrong. Um, <laughs> yeah, I, I'd managed to work myself into a good situation to get rid of his Poe, like I did, and I was like, "All right, might have a chance in this," and then I flew my Poe off the board. I thought. I nearly, I nearly stopped then, but thankfully. <laughs> no, you flew, you flew it very well because Chewie's an absolute beast. Like, what was Dan yeah. using? He was using Poe. 
and then three T70s, uh, two T70s in rows. Oh yeah, put put two. So he was using the resistance jousting block. So That's yeah, it, yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, Chewie can do really nasty work. And it um, was um, shout out to the blue squadron with M9G8 at the end, where yeah. he it was him against Rose, and he had locked Rose, and then he made Rose re-roll a hit down to a blank. <laughs> Where's your re-rolls gone, Rose? You can't have any except for this one. <laughs> yeah, um, which was Get rid of that which was quite impressive, but yeah, yeah. Cool. So you you've basically stayed with the same list, but you've just fidgeted about with your obstacles and stuff. I have, yeah. Um, it's gone to an O, so I might as well just carry on with it. Cool. And uh, I know Tim has changed his list. Um, Tim, do you wanna do you wanna unmute Tim and talk about why you've chosen to fly Darth Vader and a Defender? Well, there's one reason. That's Ollie Potnell. You know, obviously he came on last week and told us all about how spicy he is. So I'm I'm gonna get all ab- all aboard the uh, the Potnell bandwagon. Before it uh, oh, sets off. So you've put the title on him then? Nah. Well, that's he's not, not, he's not, going, he's not, he's not going full Pocknell. No, <laughs> I, I'm going kind of sort Never of. Go full <laughs> no, I'm going to go for a little bit of a korma, you know, a little bit of a mild spice. <laughs> Very <laughs> apt. No, not the spiciest of takes. He's he's he's, he's gone in for a, le- a lemon chicken at, at, at Nando's. Well, I, also because um, I, I don't tend to fly aces that much, and as I've shown with Santa Fell in a couple of games, uh, I I need my clutch uh, free evade. Thank you very much. Yeah, I've seen a, I've seen a few games where people have used Vader, but it's mostly been people going, "Oh, let's have a go and see how he goes." And um, yeah, it's. Uh, it's not usually gone so well for people. No, so yeah, yeah so I, I, well, I was playing around with a few lists. So I did um, look at um, Vader and the Delta Defender. So because with yeah. the balance of the force, you've got to balance your five and sixes with you know, Initiative One, Two pilots. Uh, but in the end, I've gone for my favourite Tie Fighter, which is Night Beast, uh, which is basically do a blue move, get a free focus. So it's a Tie Fighter that gets focus evade and is twenty. Six points of frustration. Um, just sits there with three green dice and two tokens. Uh, I've taken fifth brother with passive and homing because um, he's reliable. And then just Vader with uh, ion cannon just to troll people and, and see if we can ship anybody off the board. <laughs> yeah, I, th- I think I think this the format's amazing because like if you want to fly Poe, you have to have an I one. If you want to fly Vader, you have to have an I one. Well, one or two. Um, you can go into the middle of the initiative um, block and play at three and four, but then you'll know that if you've got a whole list full of I3s and fours, that you're going to be coming up against people who've got I1 blockers, and when they block you, they'll be punishing you with an I6 ace or an I5 ace. So um, I, 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 one of the um, discords, I can't remember which one, because uh, I'm in so many, um, yeah. one of the discords, <laughs> somebody just said, I think this should be the main competitive format. Like for list building, because it just encourages um, non like diversity of lists. Like it would for now, I guess if it was the, I guess if it was the main, um, if it was the main list building format for competitive tournaments, it it wouldn't be long before the best list shook out, um, or the few best lists shook out, and and a meta formed around it. But um, for this one tournament, it's been amazing. Like it's been really good. It's um. It's a point that someone's made actually in the tin chat. Um, I'll just uh, I'll say this before we move on if you want. Um, but it's yeah. like to show how varied the format is. Obviously, you can go the three different types as you've alluded to there. You can have just um, 
the high initiatives and the low initiatives. You can just go with the initiative three or fours, or you can have a mixture of all three. And yeah. first, second, and third at the moment is one of each. So it yeah. is completely mixed. It's not just one type is dominating the other. It is, it is all over the place. And all factions seem to be doing kind of okay with it as well. Obviously, we'll see how that pans out over the next couple of weeks, but uh, everyone seems to be enjoying it at the moment. Yeah. Yeah, it's a, it's, it's a great event, and everybody that I've spoken to has been enjoying it um, and playing and really enjoying it. And uh, it's raised a, a, a ton of money for the Yorkshire, uh, Yorkshire Cornish Air Ambulance. It has, yes. It? Um, I haven't got the figure on me at the moment, um, but it is raising a lot of money for the Air Ambulance, um, and we're going to continue doing that. And I think uh, as the um, event goes on, well, on our stream, we're going to have some giveaways that then we might actually even end up possibly auctioning off for whatever a fee towards the, like whatever a, a donation, things like that. So I think that's in the pipeline for later on, especially towards oh, the close. So we yeah. can raise a bit more money as well. I mean, we we're, we're doing the same thing, aren't we, with the um, with the in-person take open in August. If we've got any profit at the end of it, it's going to charity. And I think this is just, you know, proof that, particularly online events that the cost of running them is so low that you know running a charity event i know the ready room have done you know all the events that they've run they've done donations for prize support and everything over that goes to charity um so it's it's pretty good it's pretty good it's, um with us any any event that we actually run in cornwall um we've always done it for the air ambulance as well but obviously uh with covid last year we couldn't actually do one in the end last year yeah. so it's just trying to keep the things going until we can get real life ones going again yeah and the cornish cool. national one Cornish Nationals, the Cornish Nationals, yeah, yeah. I really want to come down for that. Yeah, yeah well, all the welcome next time. I mean, in the last system open, the one Jack won, I met the Cornish champion in the last round. His name's gone, and it's absolutely gone out of my head. It's awful. Yes, <laughs> what's his name? Oh man, you've put me under the bus now. I know I can't. It's <laughs> gone out of my head. I've... The guy that won your last your last Cornish Nationals. Oh. It's like two years ago. He's a top bloke as well. Is he his is, name? Yeah. Um, yeah. All right, I've got to move on while you yeah, yeah. think of it and see if Man, we're so old. I'm finding it. <laughs> it'll, it'll pop back in your head as soon as we stop it recording. Really it's fine. It really will. Um, so, it's um, Dave something. Dave Cook. Oh, he's the former. He's the former yeah. champ. Yeah, that's the guy he's who... Not the current, he's not the current champ. Oh, is he not? No, he's the... Either way, Dave's a top bloke. <laughs> yeah, that guy, the guy. No, he's not Cornish Nationals champion anymore. Dave. Yeah, he's a good guy though. <laughs> so, um, have either of you two played about with any other list building stuff around the the new content? Like, I've seen some people using the Hawks in Scum. I mean, I've had a play with it. Yeah, yeah. A circle of instinct Sorry, I talked over them. I know it's fine. You go away. Yours is more interesting than mine, anyway. I've already talked about what I said. Um, Yeah, mine was just um, Ahsoka with instinctive aim and then homing missiles. Yeah, just because it's like, all right, I'm going to go here, and then if you rock up in front of me, you're going to have a choice to make. I don't care if you're an ace or not. Um, And then uh, as I uh, used it as a randomly overnight, I um, I gave the choice to a soon tier, and then he chose to make me roll the four dice, and then I did roll two crits and two hits. From no mods, <laughs> quite unsurprisingly, which then made Soontir a bit sad. But that's that's just the power of it, and it's just you've got to make the right choice. But it's too near enough guaranteed damage most of the time. Yeah, I mean it's it's five points um, to get two guaranteed damage in and plus instinctive aim. But 
you know that somebody like Sintir can't do that. Like, he just can't accept a damage, um, particularly if he's got a stealth device or whatever. So he's got to risk the roll-off. And yeah, you might whiff, but you might get a straight string out of hand. Um, yeah. So yeah, and and that's that's the joy of it. You know, you can half point a ship, um, like a, an ace with that. Um, and you know, you can five k the second one and just pop it off again, and it's all good. You know, it's just, that just is. Keep going. it's what makes it awesome. Yeah. <laughs> um. Yeah. I, th- I think there's a lot of uh, there's a lot of good stuff in in rebels with the. Uh, with the A-Wings. Um... Mini Wedge is good. Yeah. Um, he's, he's, actually quite, he's essentially a faux three-dice gun because of his ability, which yeah. makes him actually quite effective, very effective for five points. Yeah. And it's really I've good that you can... In the, um, Go on, man. Yeah. the Rebel 666 list, that's quite fun. Yeah. Just Hera, Naked, Wedge, Config, and then Han, however you feel like loading Obviously, probably R two D two and Kane and Jarrus, and then well, you could, as long as you've got R two on there, you're fine. Yeah, and then there's five points left over with R two and Kanan. Um so you can put trick shot or the title or um, something else on somewhere. That, that's um, a really good list. Fancy. Really enjoyed that. Yeah, yeah. I know Ollie was using it after last week. He went to the Polish oh, nationals, yeah. uh, Polish um, store champs. That yeah, and uh, he didn't go so well. Um, but there was a. I think he's um, he's told the story enough places on the internet that um, he like Han died to seventeen red dice over three turns, and he didn't roll a single evade with all of his rerolls and all of his tokens. He just blanked into blank into blank, and it was just natural hits going in, and he was just like, eh. he gets to reroll that dice. Was it twice each turn if he's evading as well? No, he doesn't have the title on on that one. He was taking something else, but yeah, he he basically just got um. Uh, well, his wedge was rolling blanks on reds, and his hand was rolling blanks on greens. And the ships that he was flying against weren't rolling blanks on either. Um, so his wedge wasn't killing the things that he should have been killing. And then hand was dying really super fast. So um, yeah, I think he went zero and two and dropped. Um, I tried that. It's not a reflection of the list because um, the list is strong. It was just one of those weird days for him. So I also tried it with Ahsoka rather than Hera. I didn't think it was quite as good, but it did open up the dials a little bit more. So, yeah, and Ahsoka. Someone might do to, well with it. I mean, Ahsoka's coordinating at I five. That's always good, isn't it? Yeah, yeah the um, the coordinate good. wedge to do like a boost focus, then clear it with the blue is quite nice. Yeah, um, yeah. it you just didn't remember your foils. <laughs> yeah, you have to <laughs> remember the term before, don't you? If your foils are yeah. closed, it's um. I mean, it's one of the things like. There's there's going to be an ongoing discussion slash argument slash nerds, you know, slap fighting each other um, about whether Jake is better than Hera or whether Ahsoka is better than Jake or whatever. And ultimately, they all generate some form of action passing. Hera doesn't give you another action, but what she does is she gives you the action where you need it, when you need it. Um, Jake, you need to be able to fly Jake and double reposition or single reposition him to be able to pass a token to somebody. Um, so you need to be able to fly Jake in a formation of some sort. Um, and then Ahsoka is, is again limited by force, but she can just sling an action at range two, um, through stress. So that's really good. So it's one of those ones, I think, where depending on you as an individual and the list that you've got it in, any of the three of them are excellent pieces. And you could potentially now have all three of them in a list. 
why not? <laughs> Just do what you want, man. Figure it out yeah. later. It'll be fine. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my goodness. Right. Um, well, we've talked about everything that we wanted to talk about. So, um, Chris, have you got any shout outs that you want to do at all? Or have you have you done them all already? No, I've got one uh, to Paul Caldwell, who is the current Cornish national champion. <laughs> He's gone and found it. <laughs> um, yeah, sorry, Paul. Um, look forward to seeing you again. And uh, yeah, to everyone else and everyone in the Tin Cup, enjoy. Uh, I hope you enjoy the last few rounds. And remember that whatever list you've locked in now, this goes towards your faction faction prize. Oh no! Everybody's going to be flying rebels. I've got to change back. <laughs> That's it. No, thanks for having me on. There. Yeah, no worries, man. Thank you for coming. Thank you for coming. Have you anything else you wanted to talk about, Ben? League or anything? Uh, I hope everyone's seen the new league dials now that we've got for prizes for the top three. Yeah, they're good. They're um, really nice. Just a, a little is, shout is out. Any chance, the... Is there any chance, Ben, that I could get a gold one and a silver one for the last two seasons? No. Oh, There's rigid. that question answered. <laughs> Even if you come in the top three, you're not having one. What so about me, sad. Though? I did. <laughs> <laughs> so well, I, I would actually, now, now you've mentioned it, I would like to give a shout out to uh, Cogs or two because they did a really good job of it. Yeah. And uh, yeah, they did us a deal because it was for a tournament as well. So it's really good. Yeah, they, they do that basically. If you contact them and say we're running a tournament, I remember. Oh, well, it was for my 40th birthday, actually. I ran a little mini tournament for my mates who don't really hardcore line, uh, like a hardline X-Wing. And I just contacted Cogger oh, too. And I was like, yeah, I know, but th- there's a story <laughs> that uh, where I didn't because I cheated. Um, but, um, <laughs> like, I went 3-0, and and after I won the last game, I was like, oh, hang on a minute. I should have been moving before your Vader at six with my Poe. Um, so uh, instead of after, and it was like, right. So instead of replaying the game, which we probably had time to, I was just like, you take the win. So we me other mate won it um so um but uh even for a little tournament like that where there was literally eight of us in the upstairs room of a pub um casually playing x-wing and drinking i just messaged michaela and was like i'm running a tournament and she was like yep we do tournament deals um it's x percent off everything just tell us what you want and i just like ordered some stuff um and it came in cheaper so yeah it's um there there are other um aftermarket x-wing token providers available and I, i'm aware that they all do some form of deals for tournaments and stuff which is really cool um but koga 2 have been solid for the sith takers for years now yeah. they provide us with all of our all of our token support for all of our big events and leagues and everything like that and they're they're a great shop i, I did try and... did a really good deal on some one bank templates for us at the last cornish nationals actually so yeah, that was a really good. Yeah, I'm, I'm, pre- I'm pretty sure they they charge you cost if it's for yeah. a tournament. Like they don't take profit if it's tournament prizing, which is amazing support for the community. Like that yeah. they do that. I tried to tag them in the post, but for some reason it would not let me tag them. It was bringing up all sorts of celebrities. Because Michaela's got you blocked. I'm, I mean, clearly she hasn't, because I arranged the prizes. <laughs> you know, of course. <laughs> no, it was by Facebook. <laughs> Right. Thank you very much then, uh, Chris, for joining us. Thank you for having me. Cheers now. Uh, no worries. Uh, so it's uh, it's goodbye from Chris. Say bye-bye. Goodbye. It's <laughs> goodbye from Ben. Bye. And it's goodbye from me. Thanks for listening. Bye-bye. Heute ist ein schöner Tag. Am Himmel fliege 
<laughs> Stop laughing, you twat. <laughs> Opening with a sigh, that's the best bit. <laughs> right, I'm going to start in a second.